are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Let me tell. My heart can break. 
my usefulness. I don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose my saltiness. Clap one more time for Sella. I don't want to be good for nothing. Do you feel the same? Oh, are you sleeping? Do you know that we've come to the most important time of the service? When you see Sella singing, you should know that we're coming up to the main part of the meal. The main course. You know you have your starter. Some of you have a snack in between. But this is the main part of the meal. Amen. And I believe that after hearing that song, today you will not be good for nothing. But you are becoming great for something. Amen. So I want you to clap your hands and with a shout unto God, welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Father, we want to thank you for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence, to be in your house, and to hear your word. Please anoint your word today, Lord. Let our lives be affected. Let our lives be blessed, Lord. Let our lives be changed. Thank you for this great blessing to be in church and to hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Take your seats. The Great Commission according to Timothy. Okay. So we're going to continue sharing on the Great Commission. Are you blessed with this series of messages on the Great Commission? The last words of our Savior Jesus Christ. How many of you here are Christians? So do you have regard for the last words of your Savior, Jesus Christ? We must have regard for it. Last words are very important words, you know. You know, last words are very important. The the last words of, of the, of, the last words of, the last words of, the last words of anybody are very, very important and very key. Um, when someone dies, one of the things that people are interested in is, what did he say? Isn't it? What did he say? What did he say? Did he say anything? Did he say anything? And people are always interested in what he said. So people, sometimes people even make up things that somebody has said that he didn't say. 
It's like he said this. He said, oh, we heard, we heard him saying this. You know, so the last words are very important. The last words of Jesus were, go ye therefore and teach all nations. I think Jesus would be very surprised to see a lot of believers not going anywhere. Not going anywhere and not desiring to go anywhere. And not interested in going anywhere and finding it funny when people go somewhere. Hallelujah. So, um, I'm saying to us that we have to really believe and know about the Great Commission. Do you understand? I was actually going to start um, talking about something else, but I thought I should talk about the Great Commission again. Yes. How many of you are happy that we are talking about the Great Commission? Yes, I feel you should hear about the Great Commission again and again and again. And to know that we believe in the Great Commission. Actually, if you don't believe in the Great Commission, you have to find another church. Yeah, you have to. And you should. Because you end up being here and be grumbling. That everyday great commission. It is everyday great commission. It's going to be commissioning until it's commissioned. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Here, it is a great commission. I mean, if you are happy that it is a great commission. Yes, the great commission. We're into winning of souls. Saving souls. Directing souls to Jesus. If, if we're not into winning of souls, do you know you wouldn't be here? Do you know how sad and pathetic it is that after you are saved, and then you will think that the Great Commission is not important anymore, or winning of souls is not important anymore, and then you want, to, you want the church to change and become and start talking about other things. Yes. It's, like, it's like after you are saved, everybody else should go to hell. And your little petty, insignificant issues is what the church should major on. Not even the church. It's what God should major on. It's like, God, stop everything else. Now come and fix me up. I need longer nails. I want a broader chest. I want a husband. I need a wife who smiles. A wife who loves. I need a guy who spends some money. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you're mentally retarded. Spiritually mentally retarded. Because you are saved. And you don't like a message on the Great Commission. When you hear it, it's like it's like almost as if it's a joke. I mean, not you, but if somebody is like that, I know you are not like that. Are you like that? No. No. Yes. But I, I feel like preaching it some more so that I'll be sure that you are not like that. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's our theme for the year. Yes. For the whole year, I should preach it from now till 31st night. Yes. And you see, this year, make sure that you win a soul. And those of you that believe that you have a calling for missions, make sure that you pack your bags and go on the missions. Yes. The amen was almost non-existent. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. 
You don't want to be good for nothing. Do you want to be good for nothing? That is, there's nothing that you can be good for. Yes. So, the great commission according to, according to who? Timothy. Okay, according to Timothy. According to Timothy. I almost said according to James. But James was last week, isn't it? Yeah, James was last week. Today is Timothy. Because all of them, why, why are we going through all this? Because all these important, wonderful apostles and whatnot paid attention to the last words of Jesus. Which is, which, which Hudson Taylor, a missionary to China, described as the Great Commission. The Great Commission. He described that this is a Great Commission. What Jesus said finally is the Great, He's commissioning, He's commissioning all Christians that don't just sit there. Don't just sit there and be happy and be excited and manage your little, petty, insignificant, non-soul-saving, vain desires. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't do that. Why do you even want to do that? Why do you even want to do that? Why do you want to say, go to hell? You say, well, I haven't said go to hell, but not, not responding to the Great Commission is like saying to the whole world, I go to hell. You can perish. You can perish. Now I've got nails to grow. Yes. Anyway, according to Timothy. So Second Timothy chapter 4. How many of you enjoy the prayer time? How many of you said you enjoy? I wasn't looking. I wasn't checking. Okay. For the, for, the, for the month of January, perhaps even into February, this hour is going to be, the first hour is going to be prayer. First hour. So, if, again, again, if you don't like prayer, you can come around this time. Because around this time, I would have started preaching. Okay. So, if you don't like prayer, you just want, you are into um you're into the word. You want the word, yes. Then you can come around this time. So you can look at the at the, at the your watch now, and you see that this is a, this is the time I should go to church. This time, by now they stopped um, praying, yes, because the, yes, three three thirty, they'll be preaching. So you can come around that time if you don't like prayer. But we'll be here from one thirty, praying and binding and receiving blessings. So you have to make sure that you are early. And if you've been coming late and you would like to pray to it means that you have to change and come early. Because 1.30 on the dot, prayer begins. Prayer begins. And something is going to, is going to change in your life. There's going to be a turn around in your life. A turn around. So make sure that you are here and you are around um, from 1.30 PM. If you don't like, just around 3, 3.30, Marcella will be singing. If you like music and the word, she'll be singing. They come, come and sing with her. Then afterwards, you hear the word. And then you give an offering and then you go home. So 2 Timothy chapter 4, and I'm reading from verse 1. Can you see? Is, is it clear? It's not so clear for me too. The same. We, I think it's because of this line of lights. Okay. 
just this line. Is it better? Okay, he says that I charge, I charge thee therefore. So if you can't see, um, that's why you have to bring your own Bible to church, okay? <laughs> you must have your own Bibles. I have my own Bible. Is it better? Okay, but you must still have your own Bible. Okay. Okay. Let's go through. Let's go through today's message very quickly. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. Verse two. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. Okay. Verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts, they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Okay, verse 4. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things and dear afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Verse 6, for I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. So here is Paul writing to his son Timothy, and uh, this is actually the second, le- the second letter, that's why it's called Second Timothy. Um, and he's saying to him that before, he, instead, of telling, instead of telling him that, look, I'm about to die, the time of my departure is at hand. He starts off by telling him that, do the work of an evangelist. Preach in season, out of season. And dear afflictions, do it's like do these are the important things to do. Before this, he's written First Timothy chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four. He's written second, second, chapter five, chapter six. He's come to um, Second Timothy, a whole letter as well, talking about different. If you read Timothy, it's a very, very interesting book. The two is very, very interesting. So he's written different things to him. Now he said, "I am ready to be offered." It's like now I'm leaving. As I'm leaving the world, the important thing you have to do is to make sure that you brush your teeth every morning. It's to make sure that you wake up on time and go to work. To make sure that you love your wife. Son Timothy, make sure that you love your wife and live happily ever after. But you see, for some Christians, that's, that, that's, all, that's all that Christianity is about. It's like, me, wife, that is it. I'm done. Everybody else, without saying everybody else to hell. To hell. Husband, wife, Child, first child, what do you like for a first child, son or, 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 or daughter? Son, son, I like daughter. <laughs> daughter first, second son. Yes. <laughs> it's a good arrangement. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good arrangement. Yes. I don't know why he wants son first. What, what, what are you going to do with him? I don't know, they both of them are in the world. 
Well, whichever order they came, both have come. So what's the, what's, the, what's the problem? Why are you, why are you arguing with me in your head? That you want, you want a son. You want a son first, son third. No problem. Son first, daughter second, daughter first, son second. The two of them are in the world. The two of them are in the world. It's nice to have an older sister. No, no, no. The other way around. It's good to have a younger brother because you're able to send him. Yes. He'll do a lot of things for you. Yes. And he will respect you. Because you are older. So when you tell him, go here, go here. So when we say you come first, you don't understand why I'm saying you should come first. Yes. Because you can send him. And at a certain age, young, young boys or young men, they feel, they, they have some sense of responsibilities. Like, I have to do a lot of things. They'll drive you here, take you here, do this for you, fix it, and you are just there crossing with your legs crossed. I'm telling you what I've seen it before. <laughs> so, if you really like your daughter, let her come first. That if you have that power. <laughs> To breathe, let her come first. And afterwards, let your son come and tell you. All you have to say to your son is that look, look after her. Look after her. When she is going to complete, just say, quiet. Do what she says. She's your big sister. Do what she says. Quiet. Even look up. But if you are the younger one, pray about it. How can you send your big brother? You just have to pray that God touches his heart. But you know how you are. It's not easy. You see, when the scripture says that husband love your wives, it means it doesn't come easily. Yes, that's why it's an instruction. And when he says that wives submit yourself to your husband, it's also not a natural thing. Wives are not naturally submissive. They are naturally talk back. Answer back. Explain. That's what the scripture says that no, it's like, it's like shut up, sit down. That's what the scripture is saying. It's like quiet. And then he's saying to the husbands to try, love her, okay. Love her, love her. Don't, don't consider so much of her things. Because love beareth all things. Love suffereth long. Have you read about love before? Love suffereth long. Yes. Love beareth no record of evil. It means that evil will be done to you, but don't keep it on record. Yes. Love is not easily provoked. So don't get easily irritated with her. When she's doing it, just, just be calm. Just be calm. Go to, the, go, go to many homes. Most husbands are phlegmatics at home. Because if they are not, they can't laugh. They, you have to become. You have to become. Otherwise, your, 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 marriage, your marriage will be a two-day wonder. Yes. You, have to, you have to phlegmatize. Do you understand phlegmatize? You have to phlegmatize everything. As though you can't see, you can't feel. What's happening, What's happening behind me? Like people are comparing notes. So these kind of people who are saying, I'm putting my foot down. You should see. 
They are not happy. Your foot is on the ground and you are not happy. Keep it in the air and be happy. Anyway, that's a little Bible study. When the Bible says, husbands, love your wives, you should know what love means. You should know the project you've been given. Yeah, it's, a, it's a project. It's not, it's not that natural. You, you see, it's, it's more natural when you see her and you are not married and you are burning. It's like, wow, you've seen some flower. She's so nice. I'll marry you. But after that, when you have eaten, I mean, who, who, after you have eaten, you still want food to eat. No, when you have eaten and then you now start seeing the things, you say, hey. hey. You see, one day, I was driving out of my house. And my neighbor, my neighbor, then he was 17 years old. He stood in the driveway. In front of his house, he stood in front. It's almost like I can't go. So he stopped me. So I stopped. Usually when I get out, I'll slow down and just say hi. You know, the little chit-chat about the weather and about nothing. <laughs> yes. But this one, he stood, he stopped. He stopped. And I said, what does this old man want? Then he came round to my window. And usually he would just stand, you know, you just stand by there and just be talking. But this one, he put his head inside my <laughs> Because I remember I tried to turn and go back because like, he's a bit on me. And he said, he said, he said was in, in my car. Even as he said was in the car, he was whispering. He said, he said, what is it about them that he did this? About them. That when we put the band on their finger, then they change so much. What is it? And I was looking at him and I was wondering, what's happening to him today? What, what's, what's happening? Then he started, he said, Did you see her then today? She saw Then he said, he said, before, before me, we married them. They're all over us like a rush. And, and, and I think he could see that I was just staring because I could I didn't know what to say. Then at a point he spoke and he said, I'm sure it's the same with you. I'm sure sure it's the same in your house. I'm sure it's the same. He said, what is it? When we put the band on, the band, then they change. Before, he said before, they are like measles or or chicken pox. Or an allergic reaction. I said, I said, yeah, it's true. It's true. Then he said, he said, you are a man of the cloth. You should, you should understand. So why? What is it? You, 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 you should know, you should know these things. Yeah. And I was looking at him, 70 year old man. What, what, what advice can I give him this morning? I said, to be well, okay. To be okay. <laughs> to be okay. To be okay. Don't worry, to be okay. The measles will come back. Don't worry. The rash will come back. To be okay, don't worry, relax. But that's how it is. You think that it's not like that, but it's like that. You have to know how to enjoy it. You have to master and develop the art of enjoying what 
you were not expecting. Because you will have what you were expecting plus extra. And the extra is what you are not expecting. As for what you are expecting, you will have it. Hopefully. Yeah, you will get, you will get what you've seen, but you will get what you haven't seen. Exactly. Exactly. Stoppage time. Extra. There's always a little extra. That things can happen. How did I get into all these stories? Timothy, isn't it? So, let's see what Timothy said about the Great Commission. And don't just end life on what job you have, what degrees you have, who you got married to. No, you should marry. Marriage is nice. If you don't marry, you will not be happy. You always be, you always be looking at us who are married and be look, you know, you'll be jealous. So I pray that you also marry. Amen. And you will marry. Amen. So when you, you start your things, I'll just remind you that do you remember this what I, this, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is how it is. So, brother, play on. I'll just say, brother, play on. Play on. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Somebody was asking me about his church. He sent me a lot of messages in the middle of the night. I, I said, brother, because he was talking about his church members. This one has done this, and this one is like this. So what should I do, Bishop? What? I said, brother, you want to turn yourself into a magician? This is how it is. This is how it is. Have you not read the book? It said people are ungrateful. People are forgetful. People are, it's, it's in the book already. It's in the book before you started your church. Lay people in the ministry. It was written years ago. Many, many years ago. And the things, all the things you are describing, that's how they are. You will love them, they will not say thank you. You will care for them, they will just walk out on you. So say, brother, don't be heartbroken. Don't be heartbroken. Don't be, don't, don't even be disturbed. Continue winning more souls. Continue preaching. Some, most people will be grateful. Most people will be grateful. Most people will say thank you. Most people will be faithful. Most people will be loyal. But some, I pray it will not be you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you also pray for yourself that it won't be you? Yeah. Yes. Some will just, he's in the middle of the night. He can't sleep. My phone is beeping. Beep, 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 beep. I said, Pastor, I said, Brother, you are not a magician. What you are experiencing is what all of us have experienced. Just that we don't talk about it every morning. So you feel, maybe you feel as though it, things are better for us. But that's how it is. That's how it is. Just, just move on. Just keep moving. You love, you love somebody. You wake up one morning. You don't even know what you've done. The person is just. Is the person has gone bonkers, and you don't even know what you don't even know what the problem is. So I said, I said, my brother, go to bed, okay? Go to bed, sleep, sleep. When you wake up, just go to church. It will be okay. You will always see your nice ones, there. your nice faithful ones. You always be there, smiling. They understand. They understand things. Yeah. Timothy. Are you ready for number one? Okay. It's going to be short and quick. We already finished. I've already said everything. So, 
The first thing we're going to learn from Timothy is that the Great Commission is a commission to preach the word of God. Okay? He said, preach the word. Preach the word. So the Great Commission is to preach the word. Don't preach anything else. Preach the word of God. When you go witnessing, don't try and sound too clever. You see, deviating and moving away from the word of God, moving away from John 3.16, John 1.12, moving away from these things, it's as if you're saying that it's not powerful and it's not relevant. It is relevant. Discussing and teaching economics and finance doesn't save any soul. Changing, changing the word of God into motivational speeches doesn't save souls. That's why, that's why those who give those speeches, at the end of their speeches, they don't make altar calls. They don't add to the kingdom of God. So you, you, you sit there and you listen and you wonder, where am I? Am I in church or am I in a university lecture? I mean, where, where am I? What is happening? What is going on here? Why is there no verse? Why is there just clever? You see, I can start saying, making clever statements just now. You all start clapping. Clever statements are being very nice philosophical comments. You see, you start that because it it sounds very impressive. Very, very impressive. And usually people who speak like that are the uneducated ones. Because they don't have much education, so they, they try and they fight to sound very, very scholarly. And they move away from the Bible. And they move away from the word of God. Instead of coming to church, preach. You see, I've seen the year began. I've said, great commission. Then I come, save souls, win souls, missions. It's almost as though, it's almost as though I don't have anything to say. But that is the, that is, that is the word of God. This is the word of God. So I am, I am trying to get you to appreciate the word of God more than anything else. And when you get the chance to preach, preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. Don't be spooky. Don't sound spooky. And don't don't try too much to come across as some very intellectual human being. Preach the word. If you want to be intellectual, you want to have degrees, go to school. Church is for souls. Church is for salvation of souls. Salvation of souls first. Anything else you want to do, come and see me. I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you how to do this. Go here. Go here. Tell you go back to school. Tell you finish school. Finish your schooling. You are called. Finish your schooling and answer the call. But when it gets to great commission, church, the word of God. You must let, you see, you must, you must appreciate the word. Appreciate the word more than anything else. Don't just sit there. You hear someone speaking as though you are, you are in a, um, a seminar for, um, a business school. And you're so impressed. And meanwhile, you are in church. 
And you've been hearing lectures. You've been for lectures all week. Then you come to church to another lecture. And you can see that your lecture you've left in, in the university is better than the person speaking. Preach the word. That's the instruction to him. Preach the word. Stay with the word. No, no apologies. Have no apologies for John 3.16. Have no apologies for John 1.12. Have no apologies. No apologies. This is, this is the word of God and this is salvation. This is it. A soul must be saved. No matter how great, small, important, unimportant, significant, insignificant somebody is, the person is a soul. A soul is a soul and it is precious to God. Everybody's soul is, is precious to God. And a soul is a soul. And be very, very, very confident. Anybody has with this person is a soul. Don't try, don't try too much and come across like, you know, uh, it's very, very important so that uh, in the day and the morning of evolution, when you evolve, your evolving would add to the cosmic presence. What, what, what have I even said? What, have I said? what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't understand what I've said. It's not, it's not part of the script. So I was trying to make up words and come up with words that you might be impressed with. Cosmic, evolution. I don't know. I don't know. Then I throw in, borrowing, and um, lending, and balancing, and uh, virtual. Um, I, I don't even know. I met a young boy once. And I think he, 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 he made a mistake because, because sometimes you feel everything is, everybody is impressed by some things. Yes. And then I asked him, what, 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 are you, what are you studying? What do you want to do? And he started some of these words. I remember the word virtual. Yes. The rest I couldn't remember. I was like, what, what, what is this? What, what is this? What, what are you even talking about? Where is it going to take you to? People, people don't like real things. People don't like practical things. The unlearned, the unlearned have a way of talking and they also have what they, what they really, really, really appreciate in life. The unlearned, an unlearned person likes certain things. Or sometimes even your background. Be careful when you have a poor background. Because becoming rich becomes your dream. And not because what, what you don't realize is your aim is not to become rich. You want to appear rich. Yes. I just want to appear rich. It becomes your dream that it's like, I also have this. I also have this. So you have a car, but the car is not for you. But you see, it has, it has an appearance. It has an appearance. Instead of getting yourself a Ford Fiesta or Corsa. Not that they are not good cars. They are good cars. 
but you can afford it. Of get yourself that thing that you can afford and it's paid for. It is yours. Yes, it is yours. So you are sitting it. You you are you are good. you are now appearing with Audi R8. <laughs> but you see, but you see, for the unlearned person, the unlearned person, when you appear, when, when you are made, even when you are being made the office, you don't even understand what offer you are being made because you are bamboozled with words and things to sign. You, you feel, oh, yes, I mean, I've got it. I've got it. I did, they, they did, they did, they said they did credit check. And I qualify, I qualify for, I qualify for 250,000. So, so there, there you, it's like, you feel so good. You're, you're like an uneducated, like an uneducated bushman or woman. And if when you have a villager as your girlfriend or beloved or whatever you call her, and you go and also show her what you are entitled to her. Then it's like, she's also dying. It's like, man, my man is getting money. <laughs> Sit down. Are you understanding my preaching? Of telling you, you are bringing a problem to the house. You rather call your friend and say, My husband, he said he's, he said he's passed something called credit check. <laughs> you see, you see, you, you. number one, your, your poor background is having an effect on you, number two, you're uneducated, so you don't even understand. My, my husband has passed credit check. So the bank said, the bank said they will give it to him. <laughs> they said they will give it to <laughs> 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 About 15 to 18 years ago, my bank manager visited me in my house. Yes, I got a visit. A visitation. Yes. In Lewisham. Yes. She came there. She came there, my bank manager. Personal, you know, the personal, yes. She was there. And I, I remember when she made that point that she's coming on visitation, I said, ah, is this woman a pastor? She became a pastor. But she came. She came. I offered her tea. She said, no, she wants water. So I gave her water. And then she opened the laptop. Then she started. <laughs> by, by, the time, by the time she was ending her meeting, she said, look, you are such a wonderful customer. I said, I know. <laughs> she gave so Then she mentioned thousands of pounds. She said, she said, she lifted her slim, long finger like this. She said, just a click of a button and it will reflect in your account. I should just say yes. By that time, I was saying to myself, a demon has come to the house. Wednesday morning, the point was at 10 a.m. She was sitting there. She said, just, 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 just my finger. Just, just. 
So, Mr. Airy, Mr. Airy, just, just a click. He said, just a You said, you don't need to do anything. I don't even need to sign anything. Just, he said, just this finger. The money will move like that. Whoa! Press. Go in. Go in. Okay, I'll give you a few minutes to think about it. Let's talk about something else. You know, a few minutes for me to think about it. Slender tall finger like that. Click. Click and I've signed my life away. You see, the last time I read my Bible... The last time I, I checked, I checked in the Bible. He said, God said to the God said to his people in the book of Deuteronomy, he said, I will bless you. And when he was talking about blessings, to my awe and shock and surprise, he said, You will lend to people. That's what God calls a blessing. You will lend. You will lend. So I said, wow. Darling. Look at it. For the Lord thy God blesseth thee. As he promised thee. He blesseth. It means that when you are blessed, the things I will see is that you will lend. And you will not borrow. What does it mean? No, what does it mean? What does it mean? If God says, I'll bless you, and you rather give to people, and you therefore you will not borrow, what does it mean? What does it mean when you are borrowing? What is, what is it called when you are not blessed? Yes. So when you are, when you are gloating and puffed up in borrowing, you are spiritually uneducated and actually uneducated. Yes. Yes. You haven't had your quiet time. Yes. Just from the, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about economics. I'm just with the Bible. The Bible is telling me that borrowing is a curse. If I tell just now, would you like to be cursed? You say, no, no. No, but here, my just by my finger. Hey, my husband, he's passed a credit check. <laughs> Look, let me preach the word, okay? But I said, preach the word. So when you go on the mission, preach the word. Preach the word. Stay with the word. Stay with the word. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any burden to impress you. To sound any way or to do any, I, don't, I don't have such I don't have such a burden. I have the burden that you will love the word and you will know the word and you will understand that that's my burden for I don't have any burden to impress you. Who I am, who I'm not. I don't have such burdens. That's why you can can you not see that my accent hasn't changed? Yes. 
But I've been in England longer than you. From your age. When I came, you are not born. But can you see that my accent is the same? Can you see? Can you can you hear can you hear where I come from? Can you see that I sat on a boat to come here? Oh, I swam. It's a swimming. There's no, there's, there's no such pressure. There's no such pressure. Because I have to preach the word. The word has to be preached. You have to hear. So also, choose the word. Study the word. Know the word. Believe in the word. Study the word. Know the word. Be guided by the word. And preach the word. <laughs> and love people who preach the word. Love them. Back them. Pray for them, support them. Let them be attractive to you. People who preach the word. Number two. Do you like Timothy's great commission? Timothy's great commission says that. Preach in season and out of season. In season and out of season. In season and out of season. There are only two times that you can preach. In season or out of season. In other words, preach when it's appropriate to preach and preach when it's not so convenient to preach. Yes, still preach. There is nothing like this is a good time. And there's nothing like this is the right time. The person you have met, that could be your very last time you ever see that person. That could even be the person's last day on earth, last day. So in season, uh, don't say, don't say, I don't want to disturb. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be so correct. Some of us, you are too correct. You are too correct to be used by God. Too apologetic about everything. Including the salvation of a soul. But when you check your history, things you've done, is that the place to do it? The things you do, is it, is it cars that you do it in? Do you eat in cars? Do you do it in buses? Or trains or at train stations? Or you want me to say what it is? Look at the different places that you've done. In season and out of season. Even when the time of the month does not permit you to do it, you still did it. You've done it in cars, on buses, on trains. In alleyways, in classrooms, on football parks, in the what? The blocks, at the cinema, the blocks. They come to the block. Where, where is the block? The block is like the It's the estate. It means the estate, the estate. I don't know no blocks. <laughs> Sit down. Then when it gets to preaching the gospel, 
you've become so correct. Is that there's a time to preach. There's a time you shouldn't preach. But do you remember yourself? Young lady, do you remember yourself? Now I'm talking to the ladies. Do you remember yourself? Do you remember yourself? Have you seen have you seen the uh, the the this kind of high-rise buildings, council blocks and things? They have a place where they put the bins. The room. Yes. Somebody went to catch some people there once. Sit down, sit down, look. Behave yourself. Let's be. Oh, in season and out of season. Preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. Preach it. Preach it. Stop saying. Stop saying is this the right time? This is not the right time. When is the right time? When is the right time? When is the right time? When is the correct time? When is the correct time to invite somebody to church? When is the correct time to take somebody to church? When is the right time to say somebody give your life to Christ? That's why I'm asking you about the other things. Was it the right time? Was it the right place? Was it the right age? Sit down, sit down so I can preach. When you stand, I feel like it's closing. What your parents didn't even know? And it's it's not like they were not in the house. Your parents were in the house and you were also there. You didn't even wait for them to go to work. So preach in season and out of season. Preach in school. Preach in the office. Preach on the train. Preach on the bus. Preach at midnight. Preach in the afternoon. Preach in the morning. Any time is the right time. Any time is the right time. Any time is the right time. Preach in season and out of season. That's what Timothy is telling us. That's, because as, as you are waiting, take care of the someone is going to hell. Because of you, someone is going to hell. So since you're entitled to the person you speak, the worst they can say is no. That's the worst they can say is no. Otherwise, when is the right time? Wow, number three. The Great Commission is a commission to give sound doctrine. Sound. Sound. Sound doctrine speaks of things that are based on the word of God. A lot of preaching is not sound. Like I was saying earlier, it's not sound. It's not based on the word. 
It's, ba- it's based on speeches by Abraham Lincoln, Winston Churchill, Obama. Because it's very impressive as you are preaching and I say, you know, I'm quoting from um, uh, President Obama. Then as, as I talk, as I say to you that, you know, Boris Johnson said this and this. It's like, wow, he's widely read. He knows things. Those things. I mean, it's like you, you even say that I'm deep. But as I'm quoting verse after verse, I don't it's like I don't get depth. I, I don't even get claps. It's like you see, people don't even clap. If I quote from Winston Churchill, I say he said this. If I said to you that what's his name? Um the Indian man, Gandhi. No, something like is it Mahatma? What? Mahatma. Not Mahama. Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Okay. Mahatma Gandhi. I don't know. My mind will say it's Mahama Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi. If I start quoting from these people, you'd be like, wow. Wow. I like that church. You know, the pastor, he has, he has latitude. <laughs> he has latitude. He has latitude. He has latitude. I mean, when he speaks, you can see that. Yeah. He respects. He respects the, he respects the different deities. <laughs> but you see, you need sound doctrine sound doctrine that is things that are based on the word of God if you don't appreciate the word it's very dangerous to add anything else everything must be based on the word word first word first and more of the word before anything else sound doctrine sound that's what makes the the teaching doctrine is teaching that's what makes the teaching sound when it's based on the word Number four. I think we are coming to an end. Yes. Because see, like he's saying, the time comes when people don't like sound doctrine. They prefer other things. They prefer other things. Anyway, number four. The Great Commission is a commission to endure afflictions. Yeah. Endure afflictions. Preaching of the gospel, reaching out to lost souls, involves suffering, sacrifices, and losing. And it's something you have to endure. You see, it sounds, it sounds wonderful when we say um, preaching of the gospel involves suffering, this, but if you ask me, are you asking me? Yes. If you ask me, yes. I'll tell you that everything involves everything involves sacrifices. People are sacrificing for other things. Suffering, people are suffering for things. Suffering. When someone is suffering for the gospel, then it, it almost almost as though the person is visionless. Because he's suffering because of the gospel's sake. 
Because he's suffering because he went on missions. Because he's suffering because he says he's a pastor. There's a, I, saw, I saw this guy, he's lost it. But rather, you have to respect that person. Because you won't do what he's doing. You won't do what he is doing. You are too clever. You are cleverer than God. Cleverer than the word of God. Smarter, smarter, smarter than, smarter than God's call. So somebody has chosen the call of God and it's, they're suffering for everything. They're suffering for everything. Have I not suffered in London? I've suffered in London. I have. I've been penniless here before. Penniless. It's not, it's not as if you only suffer when you're preaching the gospel in some village. But you too, have you not been broken in London before? Are you not perhaps, even as I'm speaking now? Yes. Yes. I've been broken in London. I mean, super broke. You know, there, there are levels of, of, is it brokeages or breakages? <laughs> or brokenness. I've been broken. And I wasn't doing anything bad. I was, and I was in London. Cold London like this. Cold London. Cold London. Yeah. We went for an all night once. With my wife. It was just the two of us. No babies. We went for an all night. We, did, we, we, didn't, go to, we didn't go clubbing. We went for all night. Going to lead people to pray. Pray for people. I remember that night. That night I've done Holy Ghost baptism. People have received the gift speaking in tongues. It was the last Friday before Christmas in that year. Cold morning, cold morning. Cold morning. And we came out to catch the bus. We lived at Brent Cross. The all night was a chalk farm. If you know North London. Came out. We sat on the bus. We didn't sit on it. We climbed up. <laughs> so we counted. Counted like change. My wife was the money keeper. As most wives would like to be. It's not a problem. If you keep it, you use it. So you don't know how it's done. You can come and see me. Yes. Just let her keep it. You use it. Yeah. Mm. She took all the money we have out of pocket, knowing that she's counted everything in its exact amount. Oh, put it there. This bus driver, instead of just collecting and giving us a ticket to go and sit down, he started counting. No problem. He has to do his work. He counted. Then he said, two P more. Two P. Have you seen that brown coin? Two P. He said, we are short of two P. So I said, Madam, you have the money. Find the two piece. She looked everywhere. Winter coat, actual coat, virtual coat. I also, I also, man of God, man of God, full of the Holy Ghost and power. I also looked everywhere. We didn't have two piece. This man looked at us and said, Sorry, you have to get off the bus. 
I said, no problem. We collected all the coins. Put it in our pocket. At least we got them richer. <laughs> all into our pocket. And we held hands. And we walked. We walked. The length of Finchley Road. Turned to our Cricklewood. Turned to Brent Cross. And got home. And she was going to work that morning. And I was going to bed. <laughs> we walked. Freezing cold. So, it's in London. It's here. It's here. It's not, it's, not like, it's not like we were somewhere. Here. Here. If I had asked you 2P, would you not have given me 2P? Would you give me 2P? Or you, or, you, or you sit there and say, fool, fool, we should work and give you your 2P. You say you preach the gospel. Go and preach. Is, that, is that what you say to me? Will you insult me for asking you for 2P? Where was I coming? Was I coming from a club? Have I gone, have I gone with some girls to go and dance? Will you not give me 2P? How many of you will give me 2P? For asking for 2P. But please give me 2P. I need 2P to live. If I ask you for 10 pounds, will you not give, will you not give me 10 pounds? I need 10 pounds. So I'm not doing anything bad. Yeah. Don't I know that I could have gone to work all night to earn some money? Instead of going to preach all night. Do you think I don't know that? Do you think I don't know that? Do you think people who are preaching don't know that? I mean, come on. Come on. These people who have sacrificed. Some of you, some of your friends and your colleagues who have made a sacrifice and moved out of London. Do you think they don't know that they could also be in London and be working and even, even earning if it's seven pounds an hour or two pounds fifty an hour? Do you think they don't know that? Let your eyes see far and your brains understand and appreciate things. Appreciate that there are some people in this life who are like heroes. We respect when a country has an army. We respect them. Don't we respect the army? Do you think those people who are sitting there, they don't know that it is better and safer to be at home with Christmas tree and lights on? Do you think they don't know that? Why, why would they choose such a job? And be there knowing, knowing, knowing that today as you are, today could be your last day. I mean, a job, a job that, that you are signing your life away. Wow. Will you call them fools? No. You will call soldiers fools? But you will call missionaries and preachers fools? I mean, I mean, come on. It comes with afflictions. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not news or it's not because somebody is a fool. That the person has troubles. I'll show, I'll show you another scripture that says, that says you will get troubles and see if you will back out of that thing. Should I show you? Yes. Would you like to see? Yes. No, I, can, I can just tell you. The Bible says that he that marries a woman shall have trouble. It says that as you are going to preach and do you have to say, he that marries a woman shall have trouble. 
The same word afflictions. Fluxes. Trouble. Pain. Have you had a ball somewhere that you can't tell anybody that there's a ball there? That's, that's how most marital problems are like. It's not something that you can discuss and announce. Because she's too, she's too beautiful to say that she's this way, she's that way. Nevertheless, such, as, such shall have trouble in the flesh. Will you stop? You see, they, they will not even say anything. They will not even say yes or no. This, this, the scripture is this one. Just as he's saying in the other one that endure, you are preaching, say, endure afflictions. In other words, afflictions, afflictions. When you are a preacher, when you are a missionary, when you go all out for the great commission, there are afflictions. Trouble. Difficulties, difficulties. There are difficulties in church planting. So that you don't even know where to live. You don't even know where to sleep. More than you don't even know. You don't have anywhere. Are we going to sit in England and make fun of people who are supposed to be heroes? Heroes. Because you hear that they are broke. Are you not broke in London? Have you not been broke before? Are you not broke? Are you not in England and owe people in the church that you haven't paid and you have sworn that you won't pay? You have mastered how to borrow and not pay back. When you see them, you rather put up a face. Huh? Some of you should rather even be looking out for your friends and say, hey, hey, this week I made 40 pounds. I want to give you 20. I'm sure 20 will make a difference where you are. Give me your whatever. Let me send 20 pounds to you. Yeah. Yeah. Or even go on your knees and pray for them. But you don't even pray. How would they even enter into your heart to even give 20 pounds? If you pray for the person, you care for the person. You even pray, Lord, help this person out there. Lord, help this person. Because the person is doing something that you can't. You see, the person's effort is a shame to you. Yes, it's a shame to you. It's a shame to those who have said that we won't go. <laughs> We won't go. We'll, we'll, rather sit, we'll rather sit here and embrace something the Bible says is a curse. And pride ourselves in it. That's how mentally retarded some have become. Not you, some. Wow. I'm preaching a very good message. Very, 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 very good message. Because the person is doing something you can't do. You can't do. Because you are here changing your hairstyle and buying, buying new jeans and thinking that is Christianity. Why do you think all prime ministers, all presidents, and things? Have you seen? Have you seen all of them make a move? They go and visit an army somewhere, Iraq, Afghanistan, because they know it's not it's not a natural thing. It's not a natural thing to, to give up your life, give your family, your children, your wife, your parents, and go and sit in Afghanistan. So when Christmas is coming, the field or whatever, you see, they just go there, it's like, 
the prime minister or the president has come to have to visit the troops in Afghanistan. Because they know naturally, naturally, that's not that's not the direction of life. It must be a quality. There must be something special about you. There is something special about you. Let every missionary be special in your eyes. Let every missionary be special in your eyes. See them as heroes. Clap for, clap for them. Cheer them on. Support them. Love them. Care about them. Because they have done what you are afraid to do. And what you can't do. Have also even tried. You couldn't. You couldn't stay because it's, it says endure affliction. You couldn't endure. It's like this thing is too much, huh? Why? But that's what they, that's what I'm showing you. Today. It says endure afflictions. Endure afflictions. Endure this trouble. When you get, you see the trouble. Endure it. Endure it. There's no Sainsbury's. There's no Tesco. There are no salons. There's no running water. That's what I'm saying. Even when there is, do you do your hair every time? Do you have what it takes to do your hair every time? The church is quiet today. It's not me. It's Timothy. It's Timothy. You can't blame me. When you see Timothy, you say, ah, but Timothy, you too, why, why did you write this thing? Why, why did you write it like that? The great commission of Timothy. Why, why, did you write, why did you write it like Matthew? Go and teach all the things. Baptizing them so that we'll have our peace. Hey! Oh, have you gone to break down things and say that? Endure afflictions. Endure hey! afflictions. Endure trouble. Endure trouble. Yeah. Look, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a package. It comes with it. So I say, you, you love people. You love people. You care. All you have ever done to them is to love them. Is to care for them. Is to give them counsel and advice and direction. But they just wake up one day. It's like, no. I don't want you anymore. You don't, you don't even understand. It's like, the person, the person is just angry. You don't, even, you, don't, you don't even know why. It's like, why? 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 I really like you. No, but it's like, hey. I mean, if you like to be preachers of the gospel. Wow, there are still not a lot of people. Do you like to be um, people who owe, who owe the banks? No, no, no. That's what, that's what will look great in your eyes. Great in your eyes that you know. I owe, I owe. Barclays, I owe them 249,976. It's like, a, it's like the greatest achievement of your life. I wish I could come and shake your hands and say congratulations. That this is your dream of life. Instead of saving souls. Even if you can't, admire those who are doing it. That's all I'm saying. Admire those who are doing it. The presidents, they know, they know they can't go and live in Afghanistan. 
to the respectants. Actually, you guys, what you've done. <laughs> I'm only visiting you for one day. I'm going back to my wife. <laughs> yes, but, at le- but at least they are honest. Okay, last one. Then we are done. It feels like Timothy has really disturbed you. I feel like Timothy has disturbed you today. But then he has also helped you. How many of you realize that Timothy has helped you? I mean, you didn't have a certain mind, but he has helped you. Yes, he has helped you today to understand things better. No, Timothy, our helper. Number five. The Great Commission is a commission to do the work of an evangelist and to make full proof of the ministry. Do the work of an evangelist. You seen dancing stars dancing, doing do the work, do the work, do the work, do the work. Yes, do the work. Do the work. Do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of everybody here leaves the instruction to you. Do the work of an evangelist. The work of marriage is not your calling. After you're married, it's, that's not the end of that's not the end of life. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. Get your degrees. Get good degrees. Don't tell us that you haven't finished. Don't come and tell us that you are deferring your course. Don't all de- oh, deferers go back. Go back and go and finish. Don't mention that word defer when you are in this church. Year out. Year in. Yes. <laughs> I send you back in the name of Jesus. Yes. Year in. You are going back. Go back and go and endure the afflictions of getting a degree and finish. Yes. Go back in. Back. We have deferred you see. Uh, my uni have messed me up. This is the latest one. It's not uni. They say uh, student finance has messed me up. What do you mean? What, what do you mean by student finance has messed you up? Student finance has messed you what up? Go back. Go back. There are, so, there are souls waiting for you on the campus. Go and do the work of an evangelist. God gave you access to that university so you will save souls. So you can make full proof of your ministry. Go back. Go back and save souls. Go back and be a center leader, be a basenta leader. Go back and teach sound doctrine. Go back. Oh, God can't tell me that uh, student finance has messed you up. Where did you meet student finance? Where, where did you meet? Where did you, where, is there a him or a her? Where did you meet her for her to mess you up? Go back, go back and write all your exams. Go back and do it. All the retakes you have to do, go and take, go and take them. May God give you grace to pass this time. Amen. Yes, go and do all your retakes. Go and do all. Keep your head down like this. Keep your head down. Study. Prepare. And pass all your exams. Go back. And God says, you know why you are there. That God has put me here to do the work of an evangelist. To do the work of an evangelist. Go back and do it and pass all you and you will pass. Amen. Mm-hmm. I don't tell that you have deferred. You haven't deferred anything. 
Am I saying something bad? Am I saying something good? Do the work. Do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an Anywhere there's a first lover, there's an evangelist. I said, anywhere there's a first lover, there is an evangelist. Yes. So don't, don't let Satan take you out of that place. Oh, you see, as time you because tell Satan that look, Satan, you, 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 are try, you are trying to stop me from doing the work of an evangelist. I bind you in the name. I will pass my exams and be here. And don't choose fancy courses that you don't understand. Many years ago, I met a man. He must be around 40, 40 something. Late 40s. I went on visitation. That's how I even discovered it because he never told me. I went to visit him in his house. But then, in the, on, the, on the, what do you call those tables? Side tables, coffee table, whatever. Right there was a book. Aeronautic engineering. Then that book was for, was it applied maths or something? I always remember that I opened and I saw integration, subject called integration in it. And I took it, I I became happy with with it. I said, wow. So I asked him, is this for your son? Or I mean, mean, who who, who is doing this? Interesting math things here because it, got, it looked, I was getting excited. I needed somebody to talk about to discuss some of the things I was looking at. Then he said, No, it's me. I said, You. I said, When we were 18, when I was 18, this thing was not easy. How much more 47 or whatever old you are? Why? Why? I mean, why? why? You see, I, by this time, I had closed the book and put it down. I was like, why are you doing that to yourself? Why? Why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Why do you want to do this to yourself? Why are you planning? Why, why don't you do something you can do? Because there are some things that you can do and you finish quickly. Later on, I asked him that, did he finish it? He said, Oh, how? <laughs> you see, you all thought that I was the one cursing him or having bad thoughts. But later on, I asked him, Brother, I mean, how is the engineering course? He said, I mean, his question to me was, I mean, how? It's like, how do I expect him to follow such a thing? He said, he stopped. He said, now he's a postman. Is it not easier? He said, look, I'm a postman. Postman part. How, how, how do you follow such a thing? I mean, how can you follow? I just, I couldn't say, but I was just thinking that I also didn't think that this is what you should be following. Hmm. You should do something else. So I'm saying to you that sometimes you choose fanciful things. Choose things that you can kill off and kill it off fast to even boost your confidence in life. Evangelists in your school, 
on your campuses, in your class, in your office, at your workplace, whatever you do, become an evangelist there. It didn't say that be an evangelist. It said do the work of an evangelist. It means that do what evangelists do. So become evangelists wherever you are. Nurses, be evangelists on the ward. Make sure you are not sacked though, but evangelists on the ward. In season and out of season. Yes. No, I'm sure Boris Johnson will back you. I think the times are changing. A little bit. But I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a little nicer now than some people. Slowly. You have to watch me before you sing it. Do the work of everyone and then make full proof of thy ministry. May you finish your calling. May you finish your race. May you finish your race. May nothing bump you out of your race. You see, because some of us, we don't like correction. Sometimes we don't like difficulty. So you're easily bumped out. But on the journey of me, there'll be correction. There'll be direction. There'll be counseling. There'll be counseling. Someone has to tell them, no, do this. No, do it like this. No, stop. Sometimes the work is is tense. There's tension in the work. So sometimes you'll be shouted at. But it's not personal. We all have something that we are dealing with. So, make full proof of your ministry. Make sure you finish your calling. Make sure you fulfill your calling. Fulfill your ministry. Fulfill your ministry. Fulfill. Don't die with your ministry in you. It will never be your story. Fulfill your ministry. Make full proof of your ministry. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Do the work of an evangelist. I think that's my favorite point. Do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an evangelist. Is that Ninette? It's you. Oh, welcome. Welcome from Brazil. Do the work. That's also Robert's daughter. You're also the firstborn, isn't it? Yeah, first girl. First girls are special. I told you. Yes. Beautiful. Are you going to do the work of an evangelist? Everywhere you go, everywhere you are, trains, buses, campuses, office, be an evangelist there. Be an evangelist there. Do the work of an evangelist there. Do the work. Don't hold back. And always, you see, when you feel like talking to somebody, then you feel like, oh, it's not the right time. Then you remember what Timothy, uh, Paul said to Timothy. Instant in season and out of season. There are only two times that you can preach. In season and out of season. Every time cannot be out of season. So he's saying that even out of season, do it. Even out of season, do it. Just as you did some other things out of season. How many of you have done some things out of season before? Thank you. God bless you. God, just for lifting up your hands. May God bless you. Amen.
receive a special new year blessing for lifting up your hand. God bless you for your honesty. For not making me feel like an alien. Or someone who imagines very crazy things. Yes. You've done out of season, isn't it? It's not the place to do it. Or the time. Or the age. But you managed. Manage. You told your mother that you were in the library. Next time you do something bad and you are caught, don't leave the church. Because as you can see, everybody has done something before. <laughs> just don't go. Just say, hey. You just have to say, mercy. That's all. That's all. Okay. Why are you leaving the church? Because you've been caught. Either you've been caught or you're about to be caught. Don't run away. Mm. You just have to say what? Mercy. Hey. Then you even say, hey, these are pastors. They can catch you. These pastors. Mm. Yes. That's all. Don't be angry. Be angry. I saw a football manager being shown. A yellow card the other day. He said, he said, it's true, I was rude. <laughs> no, he said, but I was rude to an idiot. <laughs> but all he, all he says is that mercy is true. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So it's true. I mean, I deserve it. But he said, well, but I was, I was rude to an idiot. <laughs> this was an idiot. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just saying that when you are caught, what do you say? You can't say somebody's an idiot. You just have to say what? Mercy. Because if anybody should be called an idiot in that situation, you know who should be. Yeah, so let's not go, let's not play that game. Let's just call for mercy. Let's see and just close. And then we smile, we smile, and then we continue life. That's how it is. You say what? Mercy. It's so refreshing when you receive mercy. Pray for yourself that Lord give me the grace to do the work of an evangelist. The work of an evangelist. The work of an evangelist. You know places you could have preached that you didn't preach. Pray to God today for boldness. For strength. To do it. To do it. That you will do it. That you will do it. That you would 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 do it. Pray to him. Pray to him. Pray to him.
pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. In season and out of season. In season out of season, you can preach the word. You preach sound doctrine. The word, sound doctrine, is season out of season. You will do the work of an evangelist. The work of an evangelist. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. That you'll be full of fire, full of zeal, full of boldness, strength, 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 strength. Greater things to be done. Greater things to be done by you. Greatest things to be done through you. Oh yes. Pray for the Holy Spirit. To fill you up. To fill you up. To fill you up. For boldness. For strength. For power. Power to be a witness. Power to be a witness. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for more, more, more of the Holy Spirit. To fulfill the great commission. Pray for more of the Holy Spirit. More and more and more of the Holy Spirit. Baptize us, Lord. Fill us, Lord, with your fire, with zeal, with passion. Zeal, passion. Baptize us, Lord. Fill us with your sweet spirit of power. Do the work of an evangelist, Lord. To fulfill the great commission, Lord. Let the power rest on us, Lord. Let the power rest on us, Lord. Matala batibo shabatasataya. Kapapapalabaya. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. May many souls be saved through you. May many souls be affected through you. May many come to know Jesus through your voice. Through your voice of preaching and sharing the gospel. May many come to Jesus because of you. Because of you. May many lives avoid hell and come to Jesus because of you. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. Please fill us with the Holy Spirit, Lord. To do the work of an evangelist. Make us bold. Make us strong. Make us courageous, Lord. Fill us, Lord, with your sweet spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful blessing. Help us, Lord. We need help. We need supernatural help. We need the Holy Spirit to do your work, Lord. To do your work, Lord. The harvest is great, Lord. Anoint us. Anoint us. Anoint us for nations. Anoint us for cities. Anoint us for different places, Lord. For souls to be saved. And souls to be won. Thank you, Lord, for your precious Holy Spirit precious Holy Spirit while every eye is closed every head is bowed you are here you feel in your heart that you will love God to use you as a missionary in a nation somewhere lift up your two hands and let me pray for you if you are here like that you feel strongly in your heart strongly not because but you feel strongly that Lord wanted to use me Lord use me as a missionary just lift up your two hands wherever you are Wherever, even only if you have that desire and interest father i pray for all the hands lifted up lord identify them lord by your spirit lord give them a chance give them an opportunity i pray for them today lord that this desire will never die this desire will never be quenched lord let there be open doors lord let there be open doors lord draw them even closer to you even closer and closer lord let these ones, Lord, stand in nations, stand in cities, Lord, for your name's sake, Lord. For no other reason than for your name's sake, O oh God, that souls will be saved. Thank you for these hands, Lord. Thank you for these hands, Lord. Thank you for these precious hearts, O oh God. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord, and help them to fulfill their ministry. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands down, every eye closed, every head bowed. I also want to pray for you. Somebody invited you to church. Close your eyes, close your eyes with me, bow your heads. We are praying, it's a very important time. This is the most important time in the service. Somebody invited you to church today. Or perhaps you've been coming to church or going to church somewhere, but deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You want to say this afternoon, pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to come to Jesus today. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are also here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Very quickly, just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Lift up eyes so I can see you. God bless you. 
God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. You also want to join in. Every eye closed, every head bowed. It's a very important time. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right. I can see those hands. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray. I want Jesus. I want to, I want to be a Christian. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat and come to me. Yes, come. You lifted up your hand, come. All of you lifted up your hands. Come and join us here. Come and join my brother here in the front. Come. From wherever. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. Come very quickly. Come. Come. Come very quickly. God bless you. Come. Yes, there is room. Come. It's the beginning of an important journey of your life. Come. 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 Yes. Come. 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 You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. 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 Thank you. Close your eyes. Everybody in this room, let's close our eyes. And especially those of us in front. And say this prayer after me. Say this prayer with me. Everybody here, help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Those of you in front, say it, say it out loudly. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Don't think it. Say it. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank, you Thank you for today. I am a sinner. Am a sinner. Please forgive me. Of all the bad things I have done. Please have mercy on me. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Heavenly Father. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for all these wonderful ones here. Bless them. Anoint them. Fill them with your sweet spirit, Lord. May they be great witnesses for you, Lord. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Through them, many shall come to know you. Many, many shall come to know you. Give them boldness, the boldness of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that they shall be deeply planted and deeply rooted in your house, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please receive these gifts. God bless you. I want you to always remember the message that was preached when you came to give your life to Christ. The great commission according to Timothy. Do the work of an evangelist. Be preachers. Next week when you are coming, don't come alone.
come with somebody else. We should have told you before you came today that come with your friend. Come with somebody. Wouldn't you have liked, loved your friends to be also be saved today? Would you have liked it? Mm-hmm. Yes. So next week, come with, come with them. Tell them there's something important in life that you have just discovered. It's very, very important. More than all the things you have thought that were important, you have found that salvation of a soul is very, very important. You've not thought, you've only thought about new shoes and new trainers and hairstyles and new boyfriend and new girlfriend. But sadly, there's another world in life. So next week, bring others. I feel, I don't know, I have a feeling of joy and a bit of jealousy for you because of the day you got saved, the message you heard. I feel this is one of my best messages I've preached in my life. Yes, especially the, way, the point, do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an evangelist. So God bless you. Next week, come to church again, but don't come alone. Be a soul winner right from today. Your missionary work begins today. Missionary work begins today. Come with another soul. And at the close of service, can you see where it's written, Salvation Corner, where these guys are waving? Yes, we'd like to see you briefly at the close of service. Just come here and then we'll talk to you briefly before you go home. God bless you and welcome to Jesus. You may go back to your seats. Take your seats as we receive the communion. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee. He's mighty, so mighty. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee. He's mighty, so mighty, and I saw him, high and lifted up, with power and grace and authority. shall reign in the midst of thee forever and ever. Amen. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee he
of the enemy be blotted out by the power of the blood of Jesus. Let every curse be wiped away, Lord. Let sins be forgiven. Let the effect of sin be washed away and be cancelled, Lord, today. Thank you, Lord, that at the eating of the body of Christ and the drinking of his blood, strength comes to your people, Lord. Strength where there is weakness, Lord. Strength where there is weakness, Father, comes to your people. Thank you for healing. Thank you for your blessing. I bless every bread. I bless every cup. And I declare this is the body of Christ. And this is the blood of Jesus. Satan is defeated in your life. Satan is overthrown in your life. Every area where he is settled, he is overthrown this afternoon. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ, eat it. blood of Jesus drink all of it you want to eat all of it isn't it eat all of the body of Christ take the bread break and chef eat all for healing for strength for wisdom For a clear mind, for power, you will make right decisions from today.
that we shall see you, we shall experience you highly exalted in our midst. May you be mighty in our midst, in this church, in our lives, Lord. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the blessing of expansion, increase, adding souls to our lives, Lord. May it be well with everybody seated under the sound of my voice. May it be well with them, Lord. May it be well with them, Lord. Whatever has caused a disturbance, that thing is removed from your life today. I curse that thing. In Jesus' name, it shall be well with you. It is well with you. You will have peace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Say a big amen. Amen. Say a powerful amen. Amen. Receive something good. Good things shall happen to you. You didn't say amen. Amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.